people. It is Thursday, December 12th. My name is V Hill, and this is Just My Opinion Podcast, where I give my opinion on a variety of topics. You can like it, you can hate it. I'm good either way, because it's just my opinion, and we all have one. Uh, first, I want to start with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, as I said before, I think this team is garbage. Uh, the owner, I think he's a decent owner, but he is garbage as a general manager, and he needs to fire himself from that position. Uh, Jason Garrett definitely needs to go. Uh, I really don't see them winning any games the rest of the season, and they definitely shouldn't make the playoffs. I hate that they're still even in first place in the NFC East, um, but they just have so much wasted talent on that team, and I'll say this again, Dak Prescott does not deserve $40 million a year for what he was apparently looking for over the summer. Um, in my opinion, he's worth about 15, maybe 20 at the most, but I think they're in a situation to where they're going to have to pay him uh, what he's not worth because they don't have any other options unless they try to go out of free agency and sign somebody. And at this point, I don't know who's going to be um, available at free agency next year, who's even worth it. Uh, Dak is still young. I think the core of this team is still young and good, but Jerry Jones is hindering the, um, the process. Uh, he hires coaches that are yes men, and they need someone more strict of Bill Belichick style of coach uh, to instill discipline in this team because they just don't have it. Um, I thought they had a good start, but they were playing teams that were under 500. And I don't think they beat a team this year that has a winning record. Um, so I'm kind of done with this season. Uh, I am a Cowboys fan, but I'm not the type of fan that, you know, my day is ruined when they lose. I'm a realistic person. I don't get paid. Uh, I don't have anything invested. I live in Dallas. I like the Cowboys, but if they lose, they lose. It doesn't affect my day. Um, so enough of that. Recently, shortly after Thanksgiving, uh, Peloton released a commercial. And here we go with the fake outrage about this commercial. And basically, the gist of the commercial was a husband bought his wife a Peloton bike for Christmas. And she was a fairly thin lady. And people got mad about this, saying that he was body shaming her. And I mean, just a bunch of nonsense, fake outrage over commercial. Um, in the commercial, it looks like she enjoyed getting the Peloton bike. She rode the bike. She said how much, how better she felt after, you know, riding. So I just don't understand why people have so much time on their hands to be mad over this commercial. Uh, and again, it's just the fake outrage that people have nowadays, especially with social media. Um, we saw it, you know, a little while back with a black dude being in a Star Wars trailer. There was outrage over that. Uh, there was outrage over the thought of a black man, Idris Elba, being uh, James Bond. I mean, it's just stupid. People find the most idiotic things to be mad about. So Peloton, good for you. Stick to your guns. Um, there was nothing wrong with the commercial. Oh, and the worst one of all, in my opinion, was the outrage over an interracial couple being on being in a Cheerios ad. So just ridiculous people. Get a life. Move on with your business. There are so many other things. Uh, more pressing issues out there to be worried about than a Peloton commercial where a lady is riding a bike. 
And with that said, if the person in the commercial was overweight and they received the post, I'm about to be even more fake outrage over that. So it's almost you can't win for losing. There's no winning for them either way at this point. But people, find something better to be mad about. Uh, last week, there was a UPS truck hijacked. And the police got into a shootout with the, I think there were two hijackers in the truck. And they actually had a hostage of a young man that worked for UPS who was killed uh, in that shootout along with the bystanders. And watching the video of that shootout was crazy. Um, I don't understand why the police would even engage in that shootout because it was kind of in the middle of the street with a bunch of cars around, uh, like in the middle of traffic. And there were probably 15, 16 officers shooting at this UPS truck from all around the truck. And the poor uh, hostage, he was killed. Now, at this point, I don't think it's been said that if the police officers actually didn't shot him or if it was done by the actual perpetrators who hijacked the truck. But unfortunately, this young man, I think he was a father of two, a pretty young dude too. Um, that's a very unfortunate situation and I cannot believe that those types of tactics are in the the manual for the I think this happened in Florida but for that particular uh, police station to do get into a shootout with a bunch of innocent civilians around um, I think this goes back to what we've seen so so many times where it just seems like a lack of training um, with these officers and they are putting a lot of people's lives in danger by doing stuff like this and it shows I mean there's no fortunate situation, but uh, two innocent people died, and I think the two perpetrators that hijacked the UPS truck died as well, but it's just, there has to be a better way to engage in this uh, situation. There just has to be where you don't jeopardize the lives of an innocent person. I mean, he was just out doing his job and being, you know, somebody hijacked the UPS truck and took him as a hostage. There has to be some type of hostage negotiation or some other tactics you can use before you just shoot up a truck knowing that there's an innocent person inside. Um, so just a very unfortunate situation. And then also in Houston last week, uh, an officer was killed in the line of duty and the Houston police chief, um, he basically made a statement calling out Ted Cruz, Mitch McConnell, and a couple of other uh, senators and congressmen about doing something about gun violence. And uh, that's nice. I'm glad that he's doing that. But my question is, did he have that same attitude before someone he knew was killed by unnecessary gun violence? Um, a lot of people don't get this type of outrage until someone uh, they know are affected or they're personally affected. Uh, so I would be interested to know how he felt before this incident happened. Um, you know, we see this in a lot of cases. A lot of people just don't understand the effects of, of certain actions until it directly affects them. Uh, but I'm glad that he's speaking out. Uh, that's another very unfortunate situation where this officer was killed in the line of duty. And just pray for all of those involved. But again, I would just be curious to know what his stance was prior to that on the gun violence and, and if he spoke out then. Um, also, George Zimmerman. And George Zimmerman 
Zimmerman is a guy that killed Trayvon Martin several years ago. Uh, Trayvon Martin was a 16-year-old walking home from the store. George Zimmerman thought he looked suspicious and followed him, engaged uh, in an altercation with this young man and ended up killing him. Um, this is where he used the standard ground law to get off with no charges. And ever since then, he has been an asshole. Um, this is the same dude. Well, I bring him up because he filed a $100 million lawsuit against the family of Trayvon Martin, which is the young man he killed. And I'm just sick and tired of this dude trying to do things to stay relevant. This is the same guy that um, optioned off the gun he killed Trayvon Martin with for $250,000. This is the same despicable person that would um, hold autograph signings, signing uh, packets of Skittles which is the candy that Trayvon Martin went to the store and bought. And it's just, it's sad. Um, I don't like to wish harm on people, but th this dude is asking for, for karma big time. And I hope karma gets him. I, I really hope karma gets him and to file a lawsuit for defamation. A hundred million dollar lawsuit to this family um, where you killed their son. Because you're an asshole and you're racially profiling this young man is just ridiculous. And for any lawyer who would take this case, um, but I don't even know what to say about that type of person uh, that would take this case. Uh, it's just ridiculous. And I hope he just goes away. I don't care where he goes to hell, uh, to jail. I just want him to go away. He's caused so much harm. Um, and sadness to a lot of people. And he just will not go away. He continues to do stuff to try to remain relevant. And he's not relevant. And I hate I even said his name. But that's just how ridiculous the story is and what he's done. And what he's trying to do now. So he can kiss my ass. George Zimmerman, you can kiss my ass. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to talk about was Walmart. Now, I've been seeing multiple videos, especially of... Uh, minorities being upset when they leave Walmart and they're asked to show their receipt um, and they claim that that's a racist practice. Now I can say and I'm only speaking from my personal experience. Uh, the experience I've had with that particular situation is the only time I've been stopped and asked to see my receipt is if I have something in my cart that's not in a bag. And if I know I purchased it I don't have a problem showing my receipt. They look at it, uh, look at the item, make sure it's on the receipt. It takes 10 seconds, and I can go on about my business. Uh, I've never seen them go through multiple items and look through an entire bag, but I don't necessarily think that's a racist practice. Now, the other individuals who videotaped this and posted it, I can't say if their uh, issue was racist or not, but I know in my own personal experience, the only time they've asked to see my receipt is if I had something in the cart that was not in the bag. And they just checked to verify that it was paid for. So I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, and hopefully that's the case and it is not racial profiling because in my opinion, not everything is racially, is being racially profiled. Not everyone is being racially profiled. Now, with that said, there are a lot of people that are being racially profiled. But in my experience with the Walmart receipt uh, incidents, I don't think and I don't feel like I was being racially profiled. Uh, I just think they were trying to check to make sure the item that was not in the bag was purchased. So 
that's my opinion on that. Uh, this week's verbal middle finger goes to the dude in the White House once again. Um, and this time it's for uh, making bullying tweets towards 16-year-old Greta Thornburg, who was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Um, I, I just don't understand this dude and how he has time to tweet a 16-year-old. It, it's just... It makes no sense. And what amazes me is how all of these men and people, period, will bully tweets and comments to um, teenagers. You know, with Greta Thornburg, she's gotten ridiculous tweets. Um, the Parkland students who were protesting about school shootings because their school got shot up. Well, they were protesting gun laws and things of that nature. People bullying them. But... Someone mentioned the president's son's name in an actual factual statement and all hell broke loose from Republicans and people that support this dude just because she mentioned his name. And all she said was because he's president, he cannot make his son Baron a Baron. And a Baron is a British uh, term in some form of royalty, I think. But that's a factual statement. The president can't make his son a baron. That's all she said. And people had fake outrage about that, but yet you uh, belittle and bully a 16-year-old because she wants to do something about climate change or teenagers that want to do something about gun control. Just doesn't make sense. And those people that do that kind of stuff, you're a bunch of assholes too. So verbal middle finger to that dude, everybody that supports him, and who engage in bullying these teenagers over their, what they feel, over them doing what they feel is right. Um, and lastly, on a positive note, my positive quote for the week is, when you start taking care of yourself, you start feeling better, you start looking better, and you start to attract better. It all starts with you. That's it for this week. As always, this is just my opinion. Peace.